I'm Meredith. And I'm Robin. And this is My TV Family. Today we're talking about our favorite Halloween episodes of TV. Welcome back to My TV Family. As Meredith mentioned, on this very spooky <laughs> episode of My TV <laughs> We should have brought chains and <laughs> things to bang together <laughs> next time, next year. Um, so on our special Halloween episode of My TV Family, we are talking about our favorite episodes of TV involving All Hallows Eve. Halloween! Well, this could be a spooky <laughs> one, Meredith. I can feel it. I'm our sound effects person. <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> um <laughs> Our sound effects budget is <laughs> whatever I can do. Bare bones. I'm basically that guy on that cop movie. What is it? Oh, Michael Rod. Winslow. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Police Academy. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Coming up next on uh, <laughs> police movies of the '80s. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think we will start off as we do most weeks with some hot topics. Hot topics. Television. Meredith, um, I saw that you added. One of my least favorite actors to our agenda. <laughs> so, well, hot topic in TV would you like to talk about today? You know, I don't want to, <laughs> but I just saw that they, and this like made all the headlines for some reason, that Ted freaking Mosby, <laughs> played by Josh Radner, is Who going... I'm sure is a nice person. I'm sure, but... but he's a show killer, man. Um, He is going to be Meredith Grey's love interest on Grey's Anatomy. No. And I know, like... Doesn't I'm, she get sexy guys <laughs> yeah well uh, what i'm like what i think is like particularly awful is that it, last year they teased um scott speedman which is ben from felicity yes. which is the love of my life yes um and they teased that he was going to be her love interest and i thought i just kept waiting for him to come back is and he, he on the show no it was never just, on the no show. he was like a guest appearance oh. but we all thought like oh this is it they're gonna introduce him now and then next season because it was like near the end of the season next season it's gonna be scott speedman and meredith gray and we were all for it i don't know anyone who would be against that <laughs> And Felicity, perhaps. And then, <laughs> um, and then they give us Josh Radner. Mm-mm. No, That's thank like you. McDreamy, McSteamy, and McFlop. <laughs> yeah. no, thank you. Oh, so again, he, Josh Radner. I'm sure you're a lovely person. You were the absolute worst part of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, don't it, love except him. for the ending, which involved you. So, which I know is like an unpopular opinion I've heard from our listeners that some people do like Ted Mosby. Who <laughs> name five people who like Ted Mosby? Um. Anyway, yeah. Well, well, that's interesting, and you're gonna have to watch and give me a full report on all that sexual chemistry. Oh, you know, I'm watching because I'm like maybe one of ten people still holding on to Grey's Anatomy. I don't know, but don't know. well, you've made it this far. I feel like you got to cross the finish line. Yeah, I will. I'm dedicated. Um, he also killed that other show that he was on. That didn't get re yeah. did it? it was, the, I don't think it was so. was one word. I don't even think it made us... Sing or dance, yeah. shine, Fame. rise. Rise. There yeah. you go. I don't even think it made... Mid-seasons. Made, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it did. <laughs> Sorry, Josh Radner. You're uh, going to live forever. Well, now now they'll get the Shonda... He'll get the Shonda bump. Maybe that'll help him. Oh, man. She, he's going to get scandalized and... Yeah. Maybe he'll end up in a 
like a seller being tortured or something. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, so old Ted's going to come up again because How I Met Your Mother had some classic um, Halloween. Yeah. Again, so mm-hmm. we'll come back for you. Halloween. <laughs> um, my only hot topic. Um, I sent you a message about this earlier today. Yeah. I was strolling through my local grocery establishment. Yep. And I saw on the newsstand um, the cover of People Magazine. Yeah. Is the Connors. Mm-hmm. So it's Dan and Jackie and Darlene. Yep. And they are all hugged up and just trying to remind you, like, hey, y'all, <laughs> we're the ones that you don't hate. We're not <laughs> raging lunatic, <laughs> racist, Twitter idiots. Mm. Um, bless their sweethearts, Meredith. Yeah. I mean, Lord knows they're trying. Yep. I feel like somebody's got a mortgage on their country home and they're like, we thought we were going to make that Roseanne money. And now we're not, and let's do a big PR push. So, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. they got to do it, right? But I've heard like a big meh about fall TV this year. It oh. just seems kind of. Anyway, um, so that's just my that's my only hot topic is that the Connors are trying for it real hard, and that's uh all the hot topics. Um, Meredith, you want to tell me what you've been watching on the the telly? Yes, <laughs> I do. And I've watched a ton of TV. Now, so that I'm is what I like to hear. <laughs> I'm just going to give you some of the the hits. Okay. Um, so one show that I just like blew through yes. is Atypical. You can find it on Netflix. There's two seasons. And I honestly just like busted through them. So this show... I've heard a lot of people love it. Yeah, it's great. Um, I didn't really know what to expect, um, but it follows Sam. He's a kid who's on the spectrum, and he's in his senior year of high school. Okay. Um, And so a lot of it is following how he navigates the world. Okay. Um, And I think that's really interesting. It provides an interesting perspective as a person who doesn't have autism or have a child who has autism. Mm -hmm. I don't know how accurate it is or, like, how that community, like likes the show um i tried to look it up and there was like several oh this part was great and this wasn't which i feel like is probably pretty typical for most shows representing like a a certain community um but it's it's sam and he's decided he's ready to find love okay so he that's like his path it's kind of a coming of age story for sam and it follows him and his family um he's trying to be more independent and watching how his family um, helps him do that is really good. But one of the girl, one of the characters on the show is his sister, Casey. Mm-hmm. She's so awesome. She's just like, um, doesn't care what anyone thinks in the first episode. I think she punches someone in the face for bullying another kid, right? Ooh. She's just like really protective. Um, and she, I think makes my fantasy family. Ooh, that's I love a bold her statement. so much. Yeah. Because she, Casey. it's like the way she treats Sam is like a typical brother, sister relationship. Okay. Um, yet like in one line, she'll be making fun of them just like as a sister <laughs> will sure. do. And then the next line, she'll be like, find me if you don't have anyone to sit with at lunch and then leaves. Oh, right? my like, it's heart. Like, so great to see them interact. And I really like her. So it's a great show. I will say I do um, not like the mom very much. Okay. Is that anyone we would know? Um, Jennifer. Is it Jennifer Jason Lee? Is that a... Yeah, that's a person. Yeah. Okay. She talks like she is not moving her mouth. Oh. Um, and... Does it have Casey Wilson in it? 
Yes. Okay. In the in the second season, Casey Wilson is there, and you know I love her. I heart her so much. So she we'll be is talking about her in happy endings momentarily. Yeah, she's the guidance counselor who has a like a therapy group for all kids on the spectrum, and I like how she navigates that. Um, yeah, but the mom Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, yep. she. I don't know. I don't. I'm sure she's in other things. Um, oh, but yeah. I, I didn't really like her. Uh, Michael Rappaport. 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 Yeah, he is the dad. Oh. Yeah. And it's, I feel like he is usually in a lot more um, mature things. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I've heard him on podcasts before, and this is a very different role than I expected to see him in. Okay. Um, Man, all sorts of people in there. Yeah, it's good. It's a really good show. It's funny. Um and like again like as someone who enjoys like a diverse (laughs) subject yeah like it's that was nice to see that perspective okay um okay so then on a on (laughs) oh i'm just realizing that richie from loving it or not loving looking isn't it yeah so he plays um a guy that the mom has an affair with yes and i do not in interested (laughs) <laughs> I do think he is very unattractive. What? And is that that's a really awful thing to say about a person? He's I would put him in like the sexy ugly category. Um so there's it, a movie where there's people they like list like people who are like ugly sexy yeah. or sexy ugly. <laughs> yeah. It's very intriguing. <laughs> I would put him firmly in that category. Um and sexy, not that sexy. I condone anyone having an affair ever but it like makes it almost like really for that guy oh yeah for that guy it's richie from looking (laughs) well meredith and i will never fight over a man (laughs) Uh, i got a man that's why we're good friends (laughs) um okay so the next show that i'm really into as you guys know is lethal weapon and we tested it out because it has stifler yep the new sean william scott and And? i was really hesitant but it works okay um he's got like i was really worried um so riggs martin riggs is the character that they're replacing and i was really worried they were going to try and just like put the just like put him in and have him be the same guy. Okay. But he's not. He has like a troubled past that he's working through. He's got so, PTSD from his time um, in the service. So there's there's that that he's working through and that helps him have that like edginess in the... But he's the same character. No, he's no. not. Okay, no. gotcha. They nope. came in and said like... Nope, yeah, he died. Martin Riggs died. Okay. And now there's a new guy... Um, who's going to be Murtaugh's partner. He has a new name. Mm-hmm. It's not Riggs and Murtaugh. Nope, it's well, not Riggs and Murtaugh. I don't know what to Murtaugh. do with that information. I forget the new name, but it's still going to have the same, like Murtaugh's the straight arrow, okay. like follow the rules, and this other guy, Sean William Scott, um, like likes to do things a little bit differently. Okay. And so it's them trying to figure it out. But it works, and they figured out how to do it where – it has a similar vibe, but in a different way. And I think, well done. Wow. Um, but they did just come out and say, Damon Wayans, who just came out and said that he was going to um, 
he's not coming back next season. This show is a hot mess. I know. That should have been on my hot topics because I'm like, we're just going to get used to this new thing and now you're going to take it away from me. I don't like change. That is a little <laughs> too much. I'm a person who's still watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Do not take away. What are you doing, Lethal Weapon? My to my poor Meredith. I don't know how they're going to live through that, to be honest with you, but... Um, so there's that. And then I have a report on one of the shows that we did on our fall TV preview. Man, the only one doing the work. <laughs> Thank and, you, Meredith. And that is single parents. Okay. And that's um, with, uh, Leighton Meester. Leighton Meester and Taryn Killam and like a bunch of other people you'd recognize. Okay. But I'm not going to try and remember their names, but, people. um, you, I still don't think the show is going to last. That was like my prediction in the fall TV preview. My yep. guess is that it's not going to get the traction that it needs, but I stick. liked it. Okay. Funny. Um, it was very funny. It's and a half it, hour comedy. Yes. Okay. And, um, it has like the parents, they're all single parents. It's right there in the title. Um, and they all have really different personalities, okay. but they, kind of stick together and they do like carpool and they they like um align their schedules so they just say like oh i have this like i need someone to watch my kids there and they're all working it out together okay and then taryn Killam that comes, feels real yeah taryn Killam comes in and he's also single and he's new and he doesn't really fit in personality wise um but he kind of joins the group. Like the running joke is that he was like, it takes a village. And they're all like, Ooh, gross. Don't say it. Don't say that. Like you ruined it. Um, and other than him, who I just don't really like, I think the show is funny and it works. And so you have like the parents are all different. And then you have all the kids of those parents are all in the same class and they're all different and bring like different personalities. And then you have like the parent child relationships. Okay. I don't know. I think, I think it works. I don't know if it's funny to people who don't have kids in that similar age group, okay. you know, like, I don't know, just like when we watched Up All Night with Christina Applegate and... Will Arnett. Yeah, Will Arnett. We or Jack Horseman. Yeah. We, we <laughs> loved it. We, we just had a baby or something, you know, yeah. like it was super funny to us. Some shows are funny because they're hitting you at the right spot. Yeah. So I don't know if this is too niche to be like popular everywhere, but... It was funny, and I think people should give it a shot. Okay. Then I'm also watching The Good Place, as you know. Are you caught up to The Good no, Place? No, okay. not at all. Okay, well, I just feel like I've mentioned it before. There's always a new twist, and this time they've made it like a completely new twist to keep the show like moving on, to keep the story moving on. How many episodes are out so far? I think they're just three. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, three, maybe four. Oh, um, gotta move on with my life. But they are good, and so I, this is season three. Season three, yes. So far, so good. So far, so good. I, w I mean, I would recommend anyone to watch it. I think it's just like one of those shows that just you can is a pick me up, right? Were we talking about curse words on TV? At some point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that they um, do that. Yeah. So, so well. they do it so well in um, The Good Place. And I was reading an article about how the kind of like curse creep, you know, that like damn and hell were like the worst things yeah. you could get away yeah. with on network television. And yeah. now it's like creep, 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 creep. Yeah. And on basic cable, there are a couple of shows that have dropped F bombs. Yeah. Which is shocking to me. It is. Um, but anyway, the article mentioned how uh, like forking shirt balls and all of that works <laughs> into the good place which is like so much more creative and so much cleverer and they're yeah 
getting around like all of the squares and um, standards and practices who won't let them use dirty words on network TV. I know they, I think it's that part is really funny um, to that show. Um, and like other shows, like we'll have the bleep button. That's yeah. why like they've really have thought about how to make it interesting. Forking shirt balls. Um, and then I'm not watching this, but last or several times ago, I said I was done with Riverdale. Is that true? I haven't watched backslide? it again, but I kind of am. I, I might backslide. Because all the previews are bananas. I know. Everyone is talking <laughs> about it, and all the people are, like, dating each other. Yes. And, and uh, Archie's uh, in, up in jail doing some pull-ups, I saw. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a, a tank. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I, you always turn it to that. It's but <laughs> plot heavy. Is his name, I get his name confused. <laughs> I always get his name mixed up, the actor. I think it's KJ Appa, and I always call him AJ Kappa. Anyway. Yeah, I think it's KJ Appa. Old boy's up in prison doing some pull-ups. Don't worry about him. <laughs> yeah, well, I might I might start back on it. I don't oh, know. It'll be my guilty pleasure. You but heard it here, everyone. Meredith tuned. fell off the Riverdale wagon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's just like a handful of things Meredith. I'm watching. You know, I'm watching Survivor, which I saw that your mom started watching again. Loyal listener. Yes, um, because of my um, campaigning for people to watch Survivor. So, um, but yeah. Changing lives, Meredith. I'm watching a bunch of other things, but those are the ones that stood out. Meredith, I have to tell you how proud I am of I you and your TV watching efforts. Thank you. It Thank is you. no small feat. I know your plate is full. <laughs> I just like when you put your mind to something. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> you if you believe it. it, you can achieve it. Yes. Follow your dreams. <laughs> this is a motivational <laughs> podcast. Follow your dreams. Coming up next on Platitudes. Live, laugh, love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, so tell me what you're watching and see if you can match Meredith, my list. I am so sorry. I have fallen into a deep, dark hole called Love Island. Oh. It's all I watch. It's all I do. I am embarrassed to tell you that I watch it in the shower. No. Why is that embarrassing? Well, because you probably shouldn't have your phone in the shower. <laughs> like, probably in the shower. That's a time you could be alone with your own thoughts. Who among us hasn't had <laughs> the phone in the shower to watch their show? Um, I Every moment of the day that I am awake, I am watching Love Island. Good. It is... So wonderful. And so if trashy. someone's never seen it before, tell us about what it is. Well, that's another apology that I need to send out to you because I feel like I have done nothing but bag on Bachelor on Paradise. Yep. Or, no, I take it all back. <laughs> I love a trashy, trashy reality show. I've so, been waiting for this moment. Meredith, <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm pulling you over to my side. Next okay. thing you know, we're going to be watching Bachelor in Paradise together. Well, I will for sure give Love Island USA a try, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. So if you have not seen it or are not familiar with the concept, Love Island is British. Yep. Which is half the fun. Yeah. Um, it is young ladies and gentlemen who pair up and live uh, in a villa. In Whoa. the villa. Um, on Majorca. Oh. And it is like anything that you thought was a rule of like reality shows or like romance shows or like common decency. Like, <laughs> no, out the window. Gone. Humanity. Like, no. <laughs> Morals, values, like toodaloo. Um, so they just have all these schemes that they do. So, to stay on the island, you have to be coupled up. 
Okay. And so they start out with five people and then or five women, five men, five women. And then right away they throw in a, either an extra dude or an extra lady. Oh, okay. And the numbers get crazy. Yeah. And then they'll have like these silly, gross, dirty challenges that they have to do. Like sometimes involving hot dogs like we don't have to talk about yeah, it no. um my iq is just <laughs> dropping 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 by the minute um but, and there's like a confession cam it's kind of so it's a cross between like i would call it like the challenge the real world yeah. road rules challenge mm-hmm. like there's a confessional it's like very big brother is that what it's called big brother yeah so in the uk it aired every night of the week oh okay and i have a friend who lives in london and she said that more people applied to go on love island than applied to go to oxford hmm. and more people watched love island than the royal wedding okay so it's definitely like it's on a big fire deal there. yeah which is funny because to me part of the appeal is listening to all the crazy things they say and like all the words and I'm like what does that mean? Like yeah. what does like crack on mean? Like <laughs> you go crack on with someone and you have good crack with someone. I don't know what these things mean. <laughs> um, and oh, it's just so delightful and like the spoiler alert like about halfway through they tell the guys like hey guys you're gonna get to go on like a guy's day out at the beach like let's go right now and they load them up in a van and they drive them away to a new villa and they say you live here now what and they drop like five new ladies there and uh, the women who thought the guys were going on a beach night at the original villa yeah drop five new dudes there oh my goodness and they're like you want to couple up with any of these guys and then it's just it's non-stop shenanigans it's crazy it's wonderful they like I can't even express to you in words. There's um, like a commentator who does like kind of voiceover. Yeah. And he's kind of like all knowing. Yeah. And sassy. Yeah. And just so very funny and wonderful. I love him so much. Um, so I finished all of season three, which is no small feat because it was. <laughs> How many episodes? 50 episodes long. Oh, Meredith. 50 episodes. Okay. And I'm Five deep zero. Into episode four. Or season four now. But okay. Episode season three was delightful and wonderful. Okay. And so the commentator has these like running jokes. So there's one, <laughs> there's one gentleman, um, who's a hairdresser. Okay. From Romford, which is you a know place. Yes. England. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. And so every time he talks about him, he's like, which is funny. The commentator will say, which is funny coming from a hairdresser from Romford. Romford. <laughs> I'm like I don't know what that means but it is so freaking hilarious so it's just like this running joke and uh then there's another um participant who is like wise and everyone comes to him for like romantic counsel his name's Marcel so then he'll be like well like Susie's having a problem so you know what it's time for and then he'll say paging Dr. Marcel (laughs) it's just like Oh my gosh, it is so delightful and wonderful, and I'm sure the U.S. version that they will be making is not as good. Is going to be hot garbage. Yeah. Um, but if you have Hulu and several weeks of your life to burn, yeah, Love Island may be for you. I don't have several weeks of my life to burn, <laughs> but I, I have to shower every day. So <laughs> if you have Hulu and have figured out how to keep your phone dry, yeah how to plug your headphones in and um, blow dry your hair <laughs> do drop us a line um so i have a couple of questions do yes. they have like checkpoints so you have to couple up before you go home do they have like checkpoints like if you don't have a couple now you have to leave the island oh, or yeah. everyone stays around the whole time oh no and like there's just 
like a warehouse somewhere where they keep extra people and <laughs> yeah. they just keep bringing them in. You know, I always want to see the behind the scenes, like where oh, these people yeah. are and what that is doing. Well, then there's behind the scenes goss because like two people got kicked out and then there was a rumor that they were hooking up and yeah. like, <sighs> it's just, and then you can like look up like what really happened after. Like, can you so follow exciting. these people on Instagram? Yeah, you can. Yes. And you know, I do. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's real good. And <laughs> There's a this hostess. Her name's something Flack. I don't know. Okay. I don't. She's someone. She's yep. like a lady that they they know about. Yeah. Her. Yeah. And she just rolls up on the scene, and they're, they're like, "Oh, it's it's Flack. The Flack's back. It's a Flack attack." <laughs> and she's crazy, and she just rolls up on the scene, and she's like, "Someone's going home tonight." And they're all like, "Oh shit! Like here we go again." <laughs> and then it's sometimes it's a girls' night to choose, and the girls get to pick, and sometimes it's a guys' night. And so those guy, those people go home, and then well, then sometimes the viewers vote, and then sometimes Whoa. it's it's crazy. There I are like no this. rules. Like yeah. up is down, down is up. There are no rules. It's like at fantasy all. family. Yes, no rules. No rules. <laughs> just right. Yeah. So like sometimes like the the viewing audience votes. There's an app. There's a Love Island app. Whoa. View, voting is closed now meredith yes but there so you vote on the app and so like say there were six couples then they'll vote it down and like the viewing public will get down to three that they want kicked off the island and then they'll make the people living there vote of those three who should go yes it's i like it bonkers it is bonkers and i don't know if you know this but i lived in london for like eight weeks so i'm sure like i will pick up on all where were you colloquial in the shower (laughs) when i didn't know what knackered meant yes i'm i'm sure that i can just explain it all to you um what about a fit bird (laughs) you know it's that thing anyway there are many fit birds there are many fit blokes um it's fantastic and that is the time suck that is my life right now i love island and i love something that i just want to keep watching i can't stop yep don't stop stop. won't stop don't don't stop i know that you're not going to believe this based on my dissertation on love island but (laughs) i have also watched a couple other things (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I care about my work. Yeah, thank you. Um, so my husband and I are almost finished with su- Succession. Yep, hardest name on TV. Which is just, ooh, it's brutal, but it's wonderful. It's got this real creepy, eerie theme song that mm-hmm. just like sneaks into my head from time to time <laughs> during the day. And I'm like, ah, get out of there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like that? Yes. Um and it's just like so twisted it's one of those things so it's like very much the like how the one percent lives right and there have been multiple times throughout the season where we've been like is that a real thing do people really do that google it like yeah. there was Ooh, um, like that there was this bird that like a fit bird yeah a <laughs> different bird <laughs> um i know things it was like a it was like a banned food i forget what it's called mm-hmm. but like you're not supposed to eat it and it's like a songbird that's like an endangered species or something and they like deep fry it and you eat it whole Ooh. yeah it's a real thing it's a real thing Ugh. so they were like eating it at this like restaurant or whatever and somebody was like are you allowed to do that is that illegal and the guy's like yep and it's delicious like you have to eat it you're supposed to eat it with a napkin over your head to like hide the shame of like i don't know it's crazy real thing <laughs> totally real thing there are so many times where we're like is that a thing do we yeah. actually do that google it yeah um, well that like makes it even worse to me when it's like oh yeah, they're yeah, drawing on real really real that. life um so we are almost finished with that and it's 
gasp worthy every episode, but really good. Um, and I am very excited to tell you that um, I've honored my commitment to you and to our last guest, Matt, and to our loyal listeners. And I started BoJack Horseman. All right. This is adult. Adult Gold. cartoon. <laughs> do, 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 do. Adult cartoon time. <laughs> It's a mini pod <laughs> within the pod. Um, so I really, really like it. If it had not been for the juggernaut of Love Island coming in to take over my every waking thought. Yeah. Um, I would be really going to town on some BoJack Horseman. But So um, did you start at the beginning? Because I know I this, did. Yep. this season, like everyone's talking about, but you went back and... I went to the very beginning. It's super short. Like you can hammer through um, the episodes pretty quickly. Well, I don't know if it's like how you would... Um, follow along if you started in like season three because it's an adult cartoon <laughs> Meredith <laughs> I hear the condescension in your voice it's I'm been sure noted it's, I'm sure the plot is just really hard to Meredith jump right into Marie I don't appreciate your <laughs> turning your nose up uh, cartoonery anyway it's very smart I know you don't believe me um, it's very smart it's very funny and even though you can hammer through the episodes pretty quickly it's one of those where there's like so many background jokes that you could totally miss things and like so many throwaway lines. Um, and I can confirm that Matt has also started Bojack. All right. Um, that information was obtained on the playground after school. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, other people were talking about cartoons as well. Yo, they were children. Um, <laughs> That's where most of our Hollywood business goes down. That's just uh, some insider dish for you. Um, but we were talking about how there isn't like any explainer. Like the show just starts out and you're like, oh, okay. Um, animals and humans live together in Hollywood. Great. Okay. Here we go. Um, so there's no like preamble or like yep. explanation whatsoever. Um, like you just are supposed to go with the fact that there's a X T V star named Mr. Peanut Butter who's a dog that's dating a lady. All right. So Mr. Peanut Butter, I love you. Um That's a great name. I'll give you that. For a great name for a dog. Meredith, I really think you would think it was funny if you <laughs> gave it a try. Um, but it is, you know, pays homage to the Simpsons for sure like very similar in that like every sign in the background has something funny on it and like you just can't miss anything yeah um, so you can't watch it in your shower I mean <laughs> I'm not saying Love Island doesn't have its nuances and intricacies it doesn't um and another adult cartoon all right you hush your mouth Meredith okay that I want to try is big mouth okay yeah I've heard that's I've heard like about it puberty cartoon yeah um anyway so that's on my list apparently I just watched adult cartoons and trash like, trash reality tv now that's it's my life that's <laughs> got Nick Kroll right and yep. Jenny Slate and yeah it's got a lot of really great people yeah um and it's supposed to be filthy, filthy, filthy. So well, not, safe, not safe for work cartoons. Not safe for Meredith. Not safe for Meredith. Um, uh, what would that acronym even be? <laughs> um, and my final um, mention is that I'm very, very excited for the return of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, I've heard some early reviews that they once again are doing like really smart, interesting things with how they handle Rebecca Bunch and her mental health issues. It's great. Um, so I'll be very interested to see that. And I hate learning new songs. I don't like original music, um, but I love all the music and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So go figure. Oh, that is. Play the hits. No tricks. <laughs> Meredith. That, that's a good that's a good watch list Robin let's get spooky okay let's start talking about Halloween 
Halloweeny. It was fun going through and remembering all the Halloween episodes. Um, totally fun, and it's really interesting how many shows there are out there currently or of like yesteryear that have a Halloween episode. They every do it every year. year. Yeah, um, which is kind of cool. It's like you either do it every year or you don't do it at all. Yeah, I was hard pressed to think of anything that wasn't. Um, like there were some that I was like, oh yeah, I guess they only had one Halloween episode, but it was because they only had one season. Like, yeah. I canceled. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like you got your Modern Family, mm-hmm. you got your Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep. You got your Blackish. Um, so those are some of the shows that we talked about having like kind of killer annual Halloween shows. Yeah. Um, we looked out to you, our wonderful listeners, and got a pretty solid list. Yeah. Um, Someone mentioned The Vampire Diaries. Is that a show you got into? No, it's not. But yeah, I'm, me neither, but we'll take your word for it. I'm not surprised why you asked, because I think it was a CW show. <laughs> I know how you're into vampires. Yeah. And uh, wizards. Yeah. <laughs> and wizards. <laughs> I will tell you that my husband, after he listened to the podcast, said, I'm not going to lie, I also thought it was about wizards. I can't believe I haven't brought this up yet. Oh, he man. also thought it was about wizards and didn't think it was that crazy that Matt thought it was about wizards. Well, I think we agreed that it was the font, right? <laughs> yeah, well, and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel does, and ha- does they, have a hairy... They think that we're into yeah, weird... Well, yeah. What do they think of us, Meredith? <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with vampires or wizards, but no, it's not uh, my personal jam. Just kidding. I loved uh, Twilight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did. It was super into Harry Potter, so um, I'm not surprised my husband wasn't <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> Um, oh, that's amazing. Other people talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which we'll talk about. Um, someone brought up Happy Endings, which I so think good. you're excited to talk about. Yes, I am. We mentioned Modern Family. Um, I don't know what Treehouse of Horror is, but that was mentioned. Treehouse of Horror was mentioned. Um, that is The Simpsons. Oh, okay. And um, speaking of our apparently regular contributor, Matt, um, <laughs> he talked about um, some of his favorite episodes of Treehouse of Horror, which I will talk about um, momentarily, but um, one that's always mentioned is um, a takeoff that they did of The Shining, which is kind of like seen as a perfect episode of um, The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, the Devil and Homer Simpson, Time and Punishment, Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. Um, so thank you, Matt, for going into the rabbit hole of Treehouse yeah. of Horror. So Simpsons is definitely one that does the every year. Okay. Um, and I remember watching them when I was younger and not getting a lot of it because yeah. it was like based on movies and TV shows that I never saw. But yeah, um, there were, were like some that were of... classic. Yeah. We'll come back to Clinton and Bob Dole. <laughs> well, so good. Do you want to you want to get into your favorite Halloween episode? Sure. I'd love to. Let me tell you one. So first of all, I think that we just have to give a shout out to the OG Halloween show, which is you're the great or it's the great pumpkin charlie brown did yep. you watch that when you were little i you know i didn't so i remember very distinctly kind of all of the um holiday programming yeah coming on and it being a huge deal and everyone gathering around the television yeah i sound like i like grew up in the 1940s <laughs> but <laughs> um anyway it, I just remember thinking it was like so cool and it was so good and like there was the Thanksgiving Charlie Brown and Charlie Brown Christmas and yeah. you know the claymation and all those California raisins and all those cool cats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
but upon like a recent rewatch, the great pumpkin Charlie Brown kind of sucks. <laughs> it's lame. It's like Linus hanging out in a pumpkin patch all night. Like it's really not get a life, Linus. I mean, I need like excitement. Where's the explosions and romance? Anyway, um, it's not not so great anymore. All right. Well, maybe there's a new, um, a new great pumpkin charlie brown yeah. for the kids these days there's a hole in the is. marketplace yeah get on uh, it what's his name from uh, saturday night Live? oh yeah david has pumpkins you want to talk about that <laughs> which is um one of my favorite things from halloween um references to halloween was on snl um it was when tom hanks was on mm-hmm. and i don't know it really hit us in our funny bone what's the premise so this couple gets on a spooky elevator ride, right? And they they go up and the doors open and it's supposed to be something scary, yeah. right? So it's like like the girl from the ring kind of shows up. And yeah. They go through and show a couple of scary things and then it opens up to Tom Hanks in like a big curly wig and wearing a suit that is covered in pumpkins. And he's like, I'm David as pumpkins. And... No one really is like understanding what it is. And then like two skeletons come out. It's Bobby Moynihan and Mikey Day. Yeah. And there's like some music on and they do just some like silly dance. (laughs) And then they close the doors and the people on the elevator are like, I don't get it. Right. Like they don't get it. And so they go through a couple more and they just always come back to David S. Pumpkins. (laughs) And it it like obviously doesn't sound funny even when I'm describing it. But (laughs) you have to just watch it and for some reason the way tom hanks says david has pumpkins and the way the skeletons dance with each other and do their little jig like it's that part is the part that's funny like it's like so dumb that it's funny but it like got a big following people oh yeah no it's a thing um i think that year the david has pumpkins halloween costume was like all the rage but then they did a cartoon version which yes we did watch um (laughs) And it was silly, um, but just funny that they're like that thing stuck, right? And I feel like on SNL, there's a lot of stupid things that don't. Yep. That don't, you don't go know over what's going to well. catch. You never and that know. one, that one did, and we laugh every time we see it. It's a. I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. I mean, I know that it's like a thing that exists in the world, but. <clears throat> um, okay, so the- some interesting first uh, <laughs> entries: uh, Linus and David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> Um, let's go a little more mainstream. All right. Um, remind me, did you watch How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, I've seen I've seen most of them. I okay. Think. I don't think I even figured out the ending. I, uh, I don't think I watched the last couple seasons. Um, so they had some killer Halloween episodes. Yeah, they did. And one of their running jokes was Slutty Pumpkin. Yes. So Ted Mosby. <laughs> um, met a girl at a Halloween party and then he lost her. And so every year at Halloween, he tries to find her again. And in an effort to find her, he wears his same Halloween costume from the (laughs) original party, which was a hanging Chad. Yes. Um, And you may remember that the slutty pumpkin finally returns and she's played by Katie Holmes. Yay. So, um, (laughs) yeah, that's uh, very interesting. Just a quick side note about how I met your mother, not related to Ted Mosby. Um, (laughs) Did you see on Twitter someone was asking what you call your car and what you um, like how you address your GPS when it speaks to you? No, it was such a delight in like a week. That was a horror show. Um, I think somebody actually 
tweeted like i need to not be looking at the news right now tell me what you call your car (laughs) and like the answers were so funny like there are some like hilarious and clever people out in the world um and like all the plays on like jetta and honda you know yeah ronda the honda and like i mean much much cleverer things (laughs) how did they come up with ronda the honda (laughs) i don't know they didn't say you didn't have to explain how you came to your decision but anyway um the thing that reminded me of how you met your mother is that we call our gps patrice from how i met your mother so there was the woman that robin worked sherbatsky worked with at some office her name was patrice okay and robin always screamed at her like (laughs) no one asked you patrice (laughs) um so i always scream at my gps and so somehow she got nicknamed patrice anyway that was a roundabout story (laughs) with literally no point um but we got we got that from how i met your mother thank you (laughs) thank you for patrice uh no one asked you patrice (laughs) shut up patrice (laughs) uh meredith what other halloween shows would you like to speak to um okay well i brought this up a couple weeks ago yes but um blackish had a halloween episode yes um they've had some good ones yeah i think this was season three and it was called the purge so their neighbor janine who rainbow doesn't like right who always just comes over and says busybody things yes and offensive things yeah offensive um she comes over and says that they're the night before halloween they're gonna have a mischief night and so yeah that's a real thing yeah they were excited about it you can let the kids kind of let off some fireworks or do some some things to let off steam papering and ruby comes in the grandma and was like so excited and she's like that reminds me of this documentary and then she plays like describes the um the premise of the purge (laughs) And she's like, this documentary, this, and goes on and on. And Rainbow was like, uh, that was The Purge, and that was not a documentary. And so <laughs> Ruby takes this to the next level, and the neighborhood does a purge. And it's just like, just the um, the filming of it is really funny to me. And um, Jack and Diane get really into it, of course, and they're really excited about it. Um, and things just go crazy. Ruby's like smashing mailboxes and windshields are blowing up and it's getting out of control and i gotta watch that yeah and rainbow goes out to get jack and diane and protect them and they run into these kids who have um um, paintball guns and she's like you know we're we're not a part of this we're not partaking of the purge you know we're opting out of the purge and (laughs) they all just shoot her with um and paintball guns and then she just reams into him and just says this like big filthy tirade to like this 14 year old <laughs> in his face and it's like bleeped out most of the time but it was just funny to see her like switch over and like participate in the purge um, we opt out of the purge yeah i need to watch that when i when i reclaim my life from love island <laughs> i'm gonna watch like all of the great halloween episodes oh yeah oh that's Spooky. exciting <laughs> we'll pop popcorn want to come over <laughs> great uh yeah well that's a fun one to start with there's like a whole other storyline um in that story but it, that with junior and dre but like this the purge is the best part about it oh i gotta watch that sounds hilarious yeah so that that's a that's a good halloween episode if you're looking for one what other ones do you like so i need to talk about she who will not be named um 
<laughs> Oops, I just named her. Um, so Roseanne was one that always had a great Halloween episodes. Okay. Like I remember coming back from trick or treating and watching Roseanne Halloween episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's funny because I feel like it was always an um, excuse to like play pranks on people. Yeah. Which like, I don't know, maybe that only happens in TV land. Like that was not my Halloween experience, no. <laughs> but no. um, anyway, they were always trying to scare the crap out of each other. And like, yeah, they, I think they're trick or treaters. Like they always set their house up that the, they had to walk through and yeah. there was always something scary. And I always it looked hated like those houses. They were serving like DJ's head on a platter yeah. and like, yeah, I remember, um, so many good ones, but I will never, ever forget when, um, Jackie was dating Booker as portrayed by George Clooney and he came back in a Halloween episode and he was dressed. There was somebody in a horse costume, like a full horse costume, like walking or like Bojack Horseman actually before his time. <laughs> and, um, at the very end, um, he takes off the head and it's Booker. Oh, oh girl. <laughs> need a minute it's not always scary in halloween it's episodes. not always scary sometimes it's <laughs> a sexy sexy bojack horseman time <laughs> anyway um so that was my i request special dispensation to talk about roseanne just for george clooney yeah and halloween okay you can talk about roseanne if we're talking about george clooney but i pretty much am exclusively talking about george clooney if i'm speaking of roseanne <laughs> Anyway, um, how about you? What's next on your list? Um, well, The Office, I don't feel, I don't know if they always did Halloween, like went deep into Halloween, but they always had like the Halloween opener. Yeah. You know, The Office is known for like that first. The cold open. Yeah. The first two to three minutes. Um, and the Halloween episodes are usually Jim like explaining why he's not or explaining his costume. That's like hardly a costume. The right? three hole like, punch. The three hole punch. And one of my favorite is when he put the word book on his face. And, um, I don't know. It must've been Dwight. I was going like, to say. <laughs> must've been Dwight was like making fun of him. He's like, Oh, you book face. And he's like, yeah, I'm the popular social network site book face. <laughs> um, and that just the way he says it is the line, the line was delivered really well. Jim's um, delivery is flawless. Yeah. I don't, I Do remember think Jim is a jerk. Do you subscribe to that whole like philosophy out there now in like revisionist history land that Jim's kind of a butthole. Yeah. I mean, he definitely is in a lot of ways. I think, you know, they like they repair that by the end. Right. Like he was he's so cute though. Um, he's super ripped now and he's in the CIA. Yeah. He's Jack Ryan. Um, yeah, I think he probably, there are times, but if you go back and watch anything like parks and rec, they rip on Jerry Yes. And are they bully him, really. They're so rude to him. And like every show that we love and think is so great always has something. Someone who's like <laughs> like I don't know, like could you find a flaw in Roseanne? <laughs> for example. For instance. Oh Robin. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I know, you're right. Sorry. So Yeah, he's Jim Bookface. Bookface, yeah. <laughs> but they're um I know that I can only think of one episode of The Office where they took the Halloween. Oh, I can think of two. Yeah. Where they did the Halloween the whole episode. One was when they had the costume contest and they were all trying to win the big um, like local coupon book. Yes. And they like make it seem like it is worth the $10,000 that they <laughs> it worth in prizes. Um, other Halloween shows. My mommy. Um, so just a couple other to blow through. Um, 
Fresh Off the Boat is one that always does a pretty solid Halloween offering. Oh, yeah. And there is a scene that was such a throwaway nothing, but I think about it at least once a week. <laughs> it's like, it just stuck with me. It tickles my funny bone. Um, I love Fresh Off the Boat because it's seated smack dab in the 90s, which is like, you know, long enough ago to be nostalgia. Yeah. Um, You know, bringing. Yeah. But like recent enough that my adult brain hasn't forgotten everything yeah um so anyway there is one halloween episode where lewis the dad yep is dressed as mr t which is <laughs> right. hysterical in its own right and this kid comes to the door and he's trick-or-treating or she um dressed as carmen san diego <laughs> which i love <laughs> Which is like which I want to be such for a good reference. I know, and, and I feel like it's a reference that's been I've heard a lot in the last yeah few months. Lord week, yeah. <laughs> um, and plus you get to wear like a snappy trench. Yes. Anyway, so this girl comes to the door, trick or treating, dressed as Carmen San Diego, and Lewis says, "Where in the world is Diego San Francisco?" <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why but it just struck me <laughs> as so dang funny and so specific but uh, there is not a week that goes by where i don't think about you that don't scene. sing diego san francisco oh, it's so good um there are do oh, it rockapella <laughs> i will i will do it rockapella anyway um so that was just a little throwaway um one other um show that i love which i know is not for you um but i dig it the most it's called you're the worst okay and it's such a good show but there is an there's a halloween episode and i feel like everybody knows this person right so there there's show has a foursome uh, like the main characters is a group of four two girls two guys Uh so the one woman uh gretchen is daenerys targaryen which i know we always struggle with that name yeah the old old girl with the long hair from game of thrones yep and then Lindsay, the other woman is like a slutty sailor and then edgar the one kind of lost soul is the situation situation from jersey shore but it's like several years after that was like relevant or funny and then jimmy who's like this conceited arrogant british guy is dressed in this costume that like does not make any sense it's not anything that you're like oh yeah like you're that guy and he just kept keeps looking at people and he's like i'm Heestead from buckle your shoes <laughs> it's this like esoteric show that nobody has seen and um i don't know i just feel like everybody has one person in the group who's dressed as like some out there character yeah obscure yeah. reference like he said from buckle your shoes <laughs> anyway um, well, i know so what i'm gonna be that was hysterical um and then one other one that i thought was really poignant and i feel like other shows have kind of handled this transition from being a little kid to being a big kid yeah is stranger things oh yeah and the gang from stranger things they go to school dressed as ghostbusters and nobody else dressed up oh and that's such a gut punch <laughs> um uh, yeah there was the that just reminds me of this episode of modern family where um mitchell goes to work dressed in the spider-man costume and it's his new job and oh, he's not been there I for halloween and he was like he walks in and discovers that you can dress up but no one, no one does it's not cool to dress up and so he's just like finding himself in himself in different situations where he's like 
looking like spider-man right like he's like in the bathroom like climbed up on the wall like just how spider-man would and he's like prancing around like like spider-man it's very funny to see like and just that like terror that you feel like when you have gone all out on something and no one else has i just had like a physical visceral reaction to like thinking about that Um, look out here comes the spider-man yeah oh and he's just like constantly trying to get to his clothes and nothing (laughs) works out it's just very slapsticky so good um uh, one other one is happy endings they always brought it for halloween they had some really (laughs) good costumes um and i just rewatched the episode where they were the marionette jackson five which like makes literally no sense but you have to watch (laughs) it it is one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life Um, i liked that it was like there were people going to be dressed up as the jackson five yes are people going to be dressed up as marionettes maybe but no one's going to be the (laughs) marionette jackson five Oh, it's so good. That show, again, I if you have not seen Happy Endings, I implore you. It is such a good show. Um, and then one other one that I know that you and I both watch is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Um, and their kind of Halloween shtick is that every year they do a heist and they do oh, the competition yeah. for, um, it's like, I forget what they call it, but like it's the ultimate detective competition yes. slash like genius human or something. Yeah. Um, so it's always in, uh, involving a heist and they have to steal an object and by the end of the night, blah, 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 blah. And it's always so funny and it's really cool to watch in kind of like a Thomas Crown affair way where there's like, move, it's like a three card Monty and something's moving and you're looking over here, but actually it's over there. And, yeah. And um, like at the end of the episode, they reveal. How yeah. It's so good. And I'm like, how did somebody went. think of that? Yeah. Um, and but last year was so so good because jake threw the whole competition out the window to use the whole like shenanigans to propose to amy yeah that was was so good yeah especially because they are both so super competitive yes and he just like tanked the whole thing and no one won because he um had written on the belt which was like a wwe belt yes will you marry me amy santiago that was so good good. and uh the chief what's his name uh kept calling the the belt the big wrestling belt a cummerbund (laughs) yes (laughs) andre brower if you're listening which i assume you are (laughs) a national treasure we've said it before and i'll say it again i mean come on yeah he's he's the best yeah that was a really good episode and i will say that my family uh has one of those wrestling belts that we pass around excuse for me certain, certain competitions that we have Meredith, so, that I might mean, be my basic, favorite fun fact about i you. know we've been doing it for years and we basically are the cast of brooklyn 99 cool mean, hip fun i assume they stole that from your family <laughs> i think so that's, that's what i wanted to bring up after uh, the show will you tell me what's engraved on the belt yes thank you <laughs> Um, one last thing I want to just re- talk about Parks and Rec. I know had a lot of Halloween episodes. Yes. One like famous one was Rosie the, the Riveter. Yeah, was the Greg Pekitis in like season one or two, where the kid um, Greg Pekitis is like Leslie's nemesis, and he's a high school kid. But one of my favorite references in Parks and Rec when um, they they are showing a movie called um, Death Canoe Four, <laughs> when um, and that Donna is going to she live tweets the um the showing of death canoe for because it's like a reference to retta who live tweets all yes, the shows that yes. she watches and i just thought it was really funny Meta and like moment yeah and throughout 
throughout the whole thing, you will they'll like show a clip of the movie, and then Donna's over there saying her tweet out loud. It's really good. So <laughs> I miss that show. Forward. Yeah, that was such a good one. Me too. A lot of fun Halloween episodes. People bringing it. Um, we'll see what they do this this season. We haven't we haven't gotten there yet, but watch it if you dare. Ooh. <laughs> um. All right. <laughs> On that amazing sound effects note, thank you for joining us. That's it for this time. Remember to send us your fantasy families. We'll get back into that soon and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We always throw out something asking for your favorites. Send them in. Um, send them in. You can um, reach us at mytvfamilypod at gmail.com. Meredith, you know what's really scary? What? People who haven't rated us on iTunes yet. Woo! <laughs> Make them five star <laughs> reviews Or you'll be haunted This is terrible <laughs> Bye Bye <laughs>